0: Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, hour two. Tom <laughs> Lemon story. It keeps getting better and better. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the Nation. You know, I, I haven't, my apologies, uh, I haven't even looked at the phone yet. There's been so much news happening. I haven't even bothered to see whether or not there are people. <laughs> I right, Look, I'm sorry. It's just the nonstop pace of news today. Oh my gosh, Uh, I'm sorry for those of you who waited on hold. I I will get to you, I promise. Uh, There's just more breaking news uh, that has literally just happened. (laughs) Okay, so if you're just tuning in, a lot has happened this Monday. Can I just say, praise God, uh, this is the first Monday in a while we have not had to start the show with mass shootings. Uh, It seems like every Monday that had become instead Uh, Today, we got uh, the the moment the show started, news breaking, Tucker Carlson was out at Fox News. Uh, At the bottom of the first hour, news broke that uh, Don Lemon is fired from CNN. Uh, Don Lemon says he was informed by his agent CNN decided to terminate him after 17 years. He wished, he couldn't believe that no one in management had decency to talk to him. CNN, officially, CNN's uh, PR team just put this tweet out. Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. Ouch. Uh, and this is why, I mean, Don Lemon is a diva. Don Lemon has been a diva. Don Lemon uh, got very, very arrogant in his role at CNN, uh, despite not really having the ratings that that justified the arrogance. And, he is now fired from CNN. Fox News' language is that we parted ways with Tucker Carlson. We, re- we wish him the very best. We thank him for his time as a host and before that, a contributor. CNN is Don's fired. Uh, no love loss between the network and Don Lemon. Chris Lick gave him enough rope, uh, and Don Lemon decided to hang himself with it. It's, it's, it's no love loss there. All right. Um, the phone number here, 877 877- uh steve i'm going to go to you first today welcome to the show steve hello eric how are you great how are you i'm doing
1: great sure it has been a wacky upside down day in the world of media huh
0: my goodness gracious yeah
1: (laughs) which got me to thinking about something it's going to be big shoes to fill at fox they're going to Mm -hmm. need someone who is intelligent Articulate, an ultra-conservative, and really, more importantly, is someone with a track record of draw, drawing large audiences. My man, you check off all those
0: boxes. <laughs> First question: has, has, has the thought crossed your mind? You know, I'm it, looking- I, I, I've gotten multiple text messages from friends today saying, why, why not you? I, I don't know that I have any ins at Fox News. I would gladly do it if I was offered. I do not expect to be offered uh, a job at Fox. You know, I parted ways with them in 2018. I've kind of enjoyed doing my own thing. But I, I got to also tell you, uh, Steve, I, I listen, I, I really do appreciate the kind words and, and from all the people suggested it. But I want to do radio. I would do it. I I wouldn't turn it down. Um, I, I would, I would love the opportunity to do it. And, And frankly, I think I could do a good job and also cover the cultural issues that Tucker Carlson covered. But when I decided I wanted to do syndicated radio, literally everyone other than Rush Limbaugh said, do a podcast. Podcasts are the future. You should do a podcast. And I, I did not want to do a podcast. I do not want to do a podcast. I do a podcast of this show. I take this show and turn it into a podcast. But I want to do radio. And I actually believe there are so many people rooting against radio, convinced that radio is dying, that radio is dead. I I actually think I can save radio. Uh, And I know there, there may be a little arrogance in there, but here's the thing. There's breaking news happening today. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox. Don Lemon is out at CNN. And by the time you hear the podcast, the story could be multiple days old. I think if I don't just tell you my opinions about random news of the day, but actually cover the breaking news that's happening when it happens and do some analysis of that news for you and not just give you my opinion, but use my my learning as a lawyer and uh, my sources, all that, that you will tune into radio. And you'll tune into radio to get the latest news and have someone who can on the fly kind of dissect it for you, analyze it for you. And it it just it has offended me. All the people say, you should just do a podcast, do a podcast. I want to do radio. I love this job. I get three hours with you to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Now, if I were offered Tucker Carlson's job at Fox, I would have to ask my wife first, and she may be hesitant to let me do it. But if if we could do it, oh, you're darn right. I, I actually would, would love to supplement this with a TV show at some point, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and I think Ben Shapiro, if they offered it to him, would do a good job as well. But yeah, uh, if I was offered it, yeah, I would absolutely take it. Assuming I got my wife's permission to do it, it would be a lot of fun. Now, back to the phones. Rooster, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Eric, I, I, I would have to agree with, with with you on on that part that, you know, I think you do a great job on the radio because you get to talk with your uh, audience and, you know, the, you get feedback nonstop. And, I mean, sometimes you get criticized, too, from your
0: audience. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yes. The hate mail from my so, audience is, is something.
1: So the, the thing that I was going to bring out, you were talking about, you know, having to be, you know, it, it, if if you get a big head being on TV or on radio or whatever, you know, and treating people however you want or whatever have you, I was going to bring out that that happens with everybody from the smallest to the biggest is if you don't have accountability, you don't have anybody telling you a different version of what you see, then you can really, I mean, just mess everything up. And yeah. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're Christian or if you're atheist or – your your what your race is or anything like that. You need people around you to keep you accountable and people that you can throw against. And yep. you know the person that I'm thinking of the biggest is uh, you look at Robbie Zacharias. I mean, yep. awesome guy, but he messed up because he didn't have accountability. Yep,
0: yep. Nobody around him who could do that. That's such a good point, Rooster. Thank you for that. You know, it, let me let me just speak on this for a moment. Because, um, and I, I got to I gotta talk about Charlie for a minute here. When I got into radio, I, I didn't actually m- want to jump at it. And I was all for the job. I think most of you know I was not actually a radio show person. I wasn't a talk guy. A uh, local host in Macon, Georgia. worked for the Cumulus, uh, WMAC there. Uh, he had replaced a longtime friend of mine named Kenny Bergamy. Kenny Bergamy left. They brought in a new guy, and the new guy got arrested in a crack house. Not making that up. Um, I believe there was no crack involved, just a lot of marijuana or something. Claimed he was making a rap label, and they fired him. I was on CNN at the time, and they said, hey, would you fill in for this guy for a day? And I did, and a day turned into the rest of the week, and then they fired him. And I did it for three months, uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., and I am not a morning person. I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, and was running redstate.com at the time, also was on CNN, I was doing radio for three months I did it. I literally got paid in an expired gift certificate to Outback Steakhouse. If anyone from Cumulus is listening, if you ever want to make this up to me, you can put me back on in Macon, where, where I started. I'm not on there right now. Uh, but when Cox Media Group offered me the job when Herman Kane was leaving, I reached out to Rush. I wasn't sure I wanted to do it. Rush had been a friend of mine for several years before then, before I was even radio was a contemplation of mine. And he told me I was going to do it or he was never going to talk to me again. He thought I was, was perfect for the job, that I should do it. And then he said, you've got to have, when you get this, I'll give you any advice you need. And he was good to his word. Till the day he died, if I emailed Rush, about anything in radio, he would respond. But his very first piece of advice to me is you've got to have a designated, I'll say, a-hole on radio. And his point was not that I need someone who can be a jerk to other people, but someone who can be a jerk to me. And I fortuitously, providentially uh, found Charlie, who has been with me ever since. And his primary job is to tell me when he thinks I'm screwing up. Because you do get to the point, this was Russia's point, radio is a very weird business. And a lot of talk radio is actually controlled by companies that aren't particularly conservative and don't particularly have uh, any love for conservative radio. And they will pat you on the head and tell you you're flawless, grand, and glorious until the moment they cancel you. And they're going to cancel you when your ratings nosedive and, 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 and stay in the gutter. And rarely will they actually, I actually am very blessed to work for the one company, Cox Media Group, that actually spends time doing research, studying, and and, uh, trying to change things on shows if if they've kind of had problems. Um, Thankfully, I haven't had that issue yet. But uh, Charlie's job, more than anything else, is to make sure I don't get too big for my britches. And I'm surrounded with people and my wife and kids who do that. And that is one of the hard things in fame. I am friends. And I don't really ever talk about this, and, and I won't go into names, but I am friends with a very, very famous actor. All of you would know this actor. This actor is worth, at this point, probably billions of dollars. And we do not see eye to eye on anything. And I really shouldn't say we're friends anymore because he kind of got mad at me a few years ago and really hadn't talked to him a lot since. Um, But we were talking about fame and and stuff one time, and, and he was talking about how everyone in his life is aligned to keep him happy. And he finally had to get out of Hollywood because of it. He had a more humble upbringing than a lot of people in Hollywood. A lot of people in Hollywood, a lot of the actors are, their parents were directors or actors and stuff. And he he came from a, a wild ride and, and became a very famous actor. And he said everything. Um, you, you want drugs, people are there to give you drugs. You, you want women, people are there to provide you women. You, you, you Whatever vice you want, they want you to stay with that vice if they can ring some success for you through that vice, if if you if it's alcohol, if it's drugs, if it's if it's sex, whatever it is, and they surround you and affirm everything you do and tell you you're good, and uh, when your career blows up because you're suddenly an addict and have like a bunch of illegitimate kids and, and you don't know whether you're coming or going and, and life is terrible and your movie's bomb, they all go away. They go they glum on to someone else. And the key to long-term success is being grounded enough to know you are not flawless, grounded enough to know you're not invulnerable, grounded enough to, to not be arrogant, grounded enough to be a grounded person. And part of that comes with enveloping yourself around other people, surrounding yourself with people who can tell you this isn't right, who can tell you and not lose their friendship or their job in telling you uh, you, you got to stop this. you you got to stop these behaviors. These are destructive behaviors. And I, that is, I think, what separates success from failure long-term in the media is having people around you who are not yes men but no men, uh, people who will tell you no and also tell other people no. I struggle with telling people no. I hate to tell people no. I rope myself into things that exhaust me and tax me because people go around my assistant and, and my team and get straight to me and I'm probably going to tell them yes. And I am struggling, getting better along the way, but struggling to tell people no uh, and and it, it hurts my family and it hurts my time. It hurts me. Uh, and... As much as I need someone to tell me no, I've got to have other people to tell other people no. And these are just lessons that you have to learn along the way. And when you don't, you can ride too high in the saddle. And that doesn't just put a target on your back, but really makes no one want to actually uh, have your back, particularly within your company. And at the end of the day, the bottom line is, if you're going to W-2, you're someone's employee and they can tell you what to do. And you got to respect them at the end of the day, whether you want to or not. you just got to keep that perspective in life. Don't forget to text data to 33777. Subscribe to my email where I can keep you up on all the news uh, even when I'm not on the air. Y'all, I actually had stuff I wanted to talk about today, and it's been blown up by all the breaking news. Uh, One of the the upside downsides of doing news and not just talk is, is focusing on that. By the way, Bud Light has pushed out the two marketing executives who were responsible for the Dylan Mulvaney uh, thing. And the question is, do they come back? If they come back, it is a sign that uh, Anheuser-Busch thinks it can stay woke and just take a few steps to let things blow over while continuing to be bloke uh, woke. If they're gone, if they're fired, and the rumor is they actually are being pushed out the door... Uh, Maybe companies will learn their lesson. Uh, Still not an excuse to go back to drinking trash beer, though. It's just not good beer. Uh, Hopefully, those of you who gave it up, expanded your horizons, and discovered Coors Light and Miller Light are far superior to Bud Light, and you'll never go back. Um, Talk about damaging a brand, though. You you get one woke employee in a powerful position, and they can destroy it all, which appears to be uh, what happened with uh, Bud Light just, I mean, I, I tone deaf, my gosh, know your audience. What an embarrassing, embarrassing thing uh, to to have that happen. Um, and I don't know that the brand will recover. Maybe it will, but it, you know, the problem is that millennial and Gen Z beer drinkers were moving to IPAs and hard seltzers and things like that anyway. They were moving away from Bud Light uh, to try to bring the brand back by filling it with the trans movement was stupid to begin with. Just from a, a demographic percentages issue, but um, what do I know? I, I just uh, keep people company on the radio and know how to generate ratings. Um okay. I, I gotta I gotta move on. And before I do, I'm I am doing something for you guys. Because I have been inundated in the past year from people who have reached out and they said, yeah, you got kids I'm trying to teach our kids age appropriate financial management skills. Where do we go? And I've told everyone I would look, I would try to find something. I finally, finally found something. And now they get to be an advertiser on the program, and, and I'm glad. It's called Sensibles. And the sense is spelled like uh, dollars and cents, C-E-N-T. So C-E-N-T-S-A-B-L-E-S, Sensibles. SensibleSmart.com is the website. Uh, it is a great way for parents and grandparents to help their kids learn about finances The Sensibles are a team of animated superheroes. They help kids age 6 through 12 develop smart money habits in a fun way. BeSensibleSmart.com was created to channel multimedia resources to kids everywhere. If you buy a subscription for your loved one each and every month, they'll get a sensible kit in the mail and an entertaining DVD, comic book activities. Digital subscriptions are available. It is very age-appropriate for kids age 6 through 12 to start teaching them the financial management skills they're not getting in school. They'll be able to access an interactive website, a library of lessons, fun activities, and more. It's very age-appropriate. And if you want 20% off a monthly subscription, visit bsensiblesmart.com, Enter the promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Uh, it's the CENT, C-E-N-T, sensible thing to do. You go to bsensiblesmart.com, b e c e n t s a b l e smart.com. bsensiblesmart.com. Hello there, welcome. It is Eric Erickson. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Jim, I'm gonna to go to you next, welcome.
2: Oh, thank you, Eric. Well, you know, I never have, it's been a long time since I've gotten cable, so I don't watch Don Lemon and folks like that. But uh, hes he actually showed that he was, can be a good journalist. Just a few months ago during the election when he confronted Senator Fetterman by saying, why are you supporting fracking? And the guy said, well, environmental laws have changed and that sort of thing, so I support it now. He said, well, the environmental laws that you're talking about changed in 2016, but you didn't change your opinion on that till 2018. So what has changed since 2018 to change your mind? It <laughs> just sort of swallowed hard, and Vetterman just said, well, I support fracking. I thought, Don, that was great. Yeah. If he did more of that, he'd probably be the favorite of Chris Licht and be saying, that's what I want. Good, hard-nosed journalism, done very politely, nice as he could have been, but confronted him and just – just let everybody get an earful there.
0: Yeah, you know, and so. that was one of the, those wild moments where Don Lemon actually, like, earned his salary, and, and usually he's saying mm-hmm. stupid things like uh, Nikki Haley is Pastor Prime and stuff like that. He, he couldn't control himself. Uh, my buddy uh, Bobby Barack from uh, Outkick just put this out on Twitter. It says, past year for Don Lemon, demoted from primetime, set industry lows in the morning, screamed at a co-host behind the scenes, called women over 40 past their prime, sentenced to anti-woman rehab. Kareem Jean-Pierre refused to let him interview her and then fired by CNN. Just not hitting all the right notes. Um, Oof. (laughs) Just bad day for him. Bad day for him. Um, I got to move on because there's a story that I... I care about greatly, and I'm hoping I can make you care about this story. Uh, we had a lot of news today. There is news you need to know about, even though it is news you might otherwise gloss over or not care about. And it is Sudan. There are two generals, Abdel Fattah Burhan and Mohammed Hamdan who are fighting against each other. They joined forces in 2019 and they ousted Sudan's dictator, Omar al-Bashir, after months of popular protests. Two years later, they toppled the civilian transitional government that was meant to lead the country toward uh, democratic elections. And now they are fighting it out over who will reign supreme. In the process, a lot of Americans, hundreds of Americans are stuck, and it's playing out like the situation in Afghanistan where Joe Biden is extracting American personnel from the embassy but leaving behind American citizens essentially to fend for themselves. They are, like they did in Afghanistan, denying they are doing this, but the reality is that's what's happening. Even our European allies are voicing concerns that the United States is abandoning Americans in Sudan, and these European allies are spending so much time trying to get their people out. They're prioritizing their people over our people, which uh, you can expect to happen. Uh, These two generals are tearing up Khartoum, the capital of Sudan. By the way, I misquote, there are 20,000 American citizens, a lot of them dual nationals inside Sudan. Uh, 100 U.S. Embassy personnel have been rescued by the Marines But there are a whole lot of Americans who are fleeing to uh, Port Sudan, a city about 500 miles from Khartoum, uh, trying to get there, trying to be rescued. And the American military is not doing a good job, but not because they are incapable of doing a good job. It's because their commander-in-chief has tied their hands on how they can extract. Now, Degallo, one of the generals, is... Uh, an extremely wealthy man. In fact, he's the richest man in Sudan. You can imagine, uh, because of, uh, gold mining, uh, he's been hiring out his troops as mercenaries to fight in Yemen and Libya and elsewhere. Uh, the Russians are backing him. The Russians wish him to succeed. In fact, the Russians, the Wagner group, that is the mercenaries in Ukraine are also going to help this guy in Sudan. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, Egypt is trying to help uh, General Burhan. He's received support from Egypt. It also looks like other Middle Eastern countries may come to his assistance against the other general. Uh, In large part, they want to support General Burhan against General DeGallo, who's backed by Russia, because DeGallo has aligned with Iran and Russia in Yemen and Syria and elsewhere. Here's why this matters to you, an American citizen. You live on the far side of the world from this situation. For those of you unfamiliar with it, uh, Sudan is a very large country in Africa. It used to be a larger country, but through civil war, uh, the southern portion of Sudan split off into South Sudan. Uh, This is, interestingly enough, one of those areas where George Clooney, to his credit, uh, actually used money from deals and um and bought satellites to view human atrocities in Sudan years ago. He was doing Nespresso ads and other ads and, and bought, uh, sold the tequila company, uh, Casamigos, and he used the money to buy satellites to be able to monitor human rights abuses. There were massive human rights abuses in Sudan. And the country split apart, South Sudan is still contentious, still a a border territorial issue, but here's the problem for you as an American, the wall street journal and the Washington post are both reporting that Afghanistan has become a terrorist hotbed again, that as we left and handed the country back to the Taliban, the Taliban are now allowing Afghanistan to become a place, a safe haven for terrorists to plot attacks against the West. Sudan has seen an infiltration of Al-Qaeda, which this administration promised was killed, and they're revitalizing in Africa. In Nigeria, in the Central African Republic, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, in Niger, in Sudan, in Ethiopia, in Libya, al-Qaeda is growing again. Al-Qaeda wishes to kill us. If General uh, Degado, De who is backed by the Russians and has supported Iran, If he is allowed to take over Sudan, Sudan potentially becomes a new hotbed for Al-Qaeda with the backings of the Russians and the Iranians. It's one reason the Egyptians are backing the other guy. The Egyptians are employing Joe Biden to get his hands dirty. But the one thing we've learned about Joe Biden is he does not like to get his hands dirty to preserve the integrity of our allies or ourselves if he views our allies as being strong men. Uh, President Sisi of Egypt is a dictator. We should not mince words about it. He is popular in Egypt after the Mujibarak regime fell. Egypt was taken over by the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, General Sisi at the time rallied the Egyptian military, purged the Muslim Brotherhood, and took over. He is now a president, but he is not a democratically elected president in the sense you and I would think. And the reality is we need to back who the Egyptians are backing. See, the Egyptians just did us a solid that hasn't got a lot of media attention. The Egyptians just decided to back Ukraine. The Egyptians were going to back Russia. The Egyptians were going to send military hardware to the Russians, and they didn't because of us. Instead, they aligned with Ukraine. We now need to align with Egypt in Sudan. Sudan's northern border connects to Egypt and the Sahara. The Nile flows north out of Sudan into Egypt. Egypt is concerned about the al-Qaeda spillover effects. The Egyptian economy is not doing well. It is ripe for terrorist incursion. It is ripe for Al-Qaeda to come in and destabilize the country. And it could begin in Sudan. 20,000 Americans are stranded. The Biden administration doesn't seem to have a plan to get them out. They were caught off guard. They were warned by the Egyptians this was coming. They were warned by the Saudis this was coming. They were warned by the Europeans this was coming. And yet again, the Biden administration dropped the ball. Yet again, the Biden administration is not allowing the U.S. military to rescue Americans. Yet again, the Biden administration doesn't seem to know what to do or who to support or who to back. Joe Biden, who claims to have these wonderful instincts honed over 50 years, has been a disaster on the world stage. And this is becoming yet another disaster. It seems very simple to me. You do not back the guy who is backed by the Russians and the Iranians. You back the guy who is backed by our ally, the Egyptians. That seems to me to just make a ton of sense. It seems uh, to European leaders to make a ton of sense. It's what they're doing now. The Department of State has been telling Americans trapped in Sudan before the military evacuation today of government personnel, that they're trapped, they may not be evacuated. This just came to me. This is an email being sent by the Department of State. Thank you for reaching out to the Department of State, expressing a need for assistance. The Department of State has suspended counselor services in U.S. Embassy Khartoum and will not be available to provide passport, visa, or routine counselor services. The embassy is providing only emergency counselor services as the security situation in Sudan permits. U.S. citizens are strongly advised to remain indoors and shelter in place until further notice. Due to the uncertain security situation in Khartoum and closure of the airport, there are no plans for U.S. government-coordinated evacuation. We have registered your interest for further communications and will continue to update you about the security situation as it develops. Please remain sheltered in place. Attempt to stay at the lower levels of your location. Remain away from windows and attempt to keep away from roadways. This is the American government telling citizens no help is coming for you. The Europeans are evacuating European citizens. Uh, Asian countries are evacuating Asian citizens. Our citizens are being told by our government, stay put, no rescue is coming for you. Yet another failure of the Biden administration. We still have Americans stranded in Afghanistan, and now we have 20,000 Americans stranded in Sudan. This government had noticed the situation was destabilizing and chose not to act ridiculous this of course is going to have stable destabilizing effects on on the global economy and in global situation which again is going to cause stock market turmoil and inflation turmoil which is why you may want to consider precious metals to ease the ebbs and flows within your portfolio reach out to Advantage Gold 800 450 talk to them see if they can help you If you call them, you're going to get a free gold IRA investment kit, Uh, 800-450-2566. They can answer your questions. They don't really do gimmicks. They just play it straight with you. There are rules you have to follow if you want to use precious metals in your IRA, your 401k, or even your general investment strategy. But if you really want it for your retirement portfolio, there's ways you have to store the physical gold and silver. You can't just leave it lying around your house, stuff like that. Advantage Gold has all the guides to help you get started if you want to use precious metals. If you don't, don't worry them. But if you do, call them 800-450-2566. Advantage Gold wants to be your partner in helping give you straight advice on how to use your portfolio balanced with gold and silver, other precious metals to deal with the crazy times we have out there. If you're at all interested, give them a call. Tell them I sent you 800-450-2566. One more time, 800-450-2566. It's the uh, the program, not the podcast, the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan, wherever you are nationwide, you want your business to grow, firstlibertyga.com. Reach out to them. Tell them I sent you. If you need $750,000 or more because you're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, Uh, firstlibertyga.com. This one's going to get real personal here because you all know about my wife's situation with cancer. She's got scans coming up again in a couple of weeks. You know, it's actually commendable. Mike Pence. I uh, went to church with him yesterday, Church of the Apostles, and he said, When's your wife's next scans? So it's gotta be in the next three weeks, isn't it? Because uh Karen and I pray for her all the time. And he he I mean, he like knew it's gotta be in the next three weeks. I didn't even realize it was in the next three weeks until he told me then. Pulled out my calendar so I could tell him when. That's just he's a profoundly decent guy. But um, so the, the, the part of the story I have never really told you guys is when Christian and I first got married, uh, we were both 25 and she had to have a double mastectomy within six months of us getting married because just, she didn't have breast cancer, but knew she was going to get it because every woman in her family died of breast cancer, uh, including her mom. And she had the surgery, the plastic surgeon did not do a fantastic job. And after three or four reconstructive surgeries, finally went to a different plastic surgeon who essentially took her back muscle, cut it, pulled it around to the front of her body to, and stitched it together to make a shell essentially uh, into which to put uh, implants for reconstructive surgery. And she has never had strong back muscles. She's never had strong chest muscles and when she was diagnosed with the incurable form of lung cancer that she has she kind of for a, about a year and a half or so they told her she would have two years and it, it mentally was taxing on her that she may not see either of her children graduate from high school and now our daughter is going to be a senior next year and six years later the medicine that was only supposed to work two years is working uh, still And she got herself a motorcycle. She got herself a tattoo sleeve down her arm of a phoenix. And she has now started training for a strongman competition. My wife, training for a strongman competition. She could already kick my butt to begin with. And now she's going to be able to bench press me. She just swung by the office. She was on the way home from the gym. She said, watch this. She was pulling an 85-pound sled with a rope. Sitting down, pulling this thing. And you could see her back muscles in the video. Something, it took her a very long time to regrow. Um, I am so incredibly impressed with her and proud of her. uh, Essentially, simply taking a death sentence and saying, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to live. And she's living, uh, living life uh, amazingly well. And still taking care of all of us, keeping us humble, keeping us on our toes at home, uh, helping the kids with homework. Um, And she's going to make it to our daughter's graduation and probably will make it to our son's graduation in a few more years. Things that in 2016 she didn't think were possible. Uh, I think cancer is scared of her, uh, which is a good thing. Um, I just, I got to share that. She just, she just came by the office during commercial break to show me the pictures of her pulling the sled and was just so excited and i got to tell you we we live with the sort of damocles hanging over us every 3 months we go for these scans waiting for the bottom to th- to fall out and and assuming one day it will but um it's it's nice to see her so excited about doing something like that um my wife of all people doing something like that just uh flabbergasting and yet she she's good at it and so excited by it and i'm so proud of her Uh, When we come back, we got to move on. I am so far behind on all the stuff I wanted to talk about today. In light of all the other stuff, we'll try to catch up. I'll take your phone calls to 877-973-7425.